Proverbs 8 Does not wisdom call and understanding raise her voice? On the top of the heights, along the road, and at the crossroads, she takes her stand. By the gates, at the approaches of the city, in the entryways, she cries aloud, To you, O men, I call. My appeal is to the children of men. You simple ones, gain resource, you fools, gain sense. Give heed, for noble things I speak. Honesty opens my lips. Yes, the truth my mouth recounts, but wickedness my lips abhor. Sincere are all the words of my mouth. No one of them is wily or crooked. All of them are plain to the man of intelligence, and right to those who attain knowledge. Receive my instruction in preference to silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than corals, and no choice possession can compare with her. I, wisdom, dwell with experience, and judicious knowledge I attain. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride, arrogance, the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Mine are counsel and advice. Mine is strength. I am understanding. By me kings reign, and lawgivers establish justice. By me princes govern, and nobles, all the rulers of the earth. Those who love me, I also love, and those who seek me, find me. With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than pure gold, and my revenue than choice silver. On the way of duty I walk, along the paths of justice, granting wealth to those who love me, and filling their treasures. The Lord begot me, the firstborn of his ways, the forerunner of his prodigies of long ago. From of old I was poured forth, at the first, before the earth, when there were no depths, I was brought forth, when there were no fountains or springs of water, before the mountains were settled into place, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet the earth and the fields were not made, nor the first clods of the world, when he established the heavens, I was there, when he marked out the vault over the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he fixed fast the foundations of the earth, when he set for the sea its limit, so that the waters should not transgress his command. Then was I beside him as his craftsman, and I was his delight day by day, playing before him all the while, playing on the surface of his earth, and I found delight in the sons of men. So now, O children, listen to me. Instruction and wisdom do not reject. Happy the man who obeys me, and happy those who keep my ways. Happy the man watching daily at my gates, waiting at my doorposts. For he who finds me finds life, and wins favor from the Lord. But he who misses me harms himself. All who hate me love death. Psalm 15 O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell on your holy mountain? He who walks blamelessly and does justice, who thinks the truth in his heart and slanders not with his tongue, who harms not his fellow man, nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor, by whom the reprobate is despised, while he honors those who fear the Lord, who, though it be to his loss, changes not his pledged word, who lends not his money at usury and accepts no bribe against the innocent. 
He who does these things shall never be disturbed. Psalm 16 Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, My Lord are you, apart from you I have no good. How wonderfully has he made me cherish the holy ones who are in his land. They multiply their sorrows who court other gods. Blood libations to them I will not pour out, nor will I take their names upon my lips. O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup, you it is who hold fast my lot. For me the measuring lines have fallen on pleasant sights. Fair to me indeed is my inheritance. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed. Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body too abides in confidence because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your faithful one to undergo corruption. You will show me the path to life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Psalm 17 Hear, O Lord, a just suit. Attend to my outcry. Hearken to my prayer from lips without deceit. From you let my judgment come, your eyes behold what is right. Though you test my heart, searching it in the night, though you try me with fire, you shall find no malice in me. My mouth has not transgressed after the manner of man. According to the words of your lips, I have kept the ways of the law. My steps have been steadfast in your paths. My feet have not faltered. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my, my word. Show your wondrous kindness, O Savior, of those who flee from their foes to refuge at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who use violence against me. My ravenous enemies beset me. They shut up their cruel hearts their mouths speak proudly. Their steps even now surround me. Crouching to the ground, they fix their gaze. Like lions hungry for the prey. Like young lions lurking in hiding. Rise, O Lord, confront them and cast them down. Rescue me by your sword from the wicked. By your hand, O Lord, from mortal men. From mortal men whose portion in life is in this world. Where your where with your treasures you fill their bellies. Their sons are enriched and bequeath their abundance to their little ones. But I, in justice, shall behold your face. On waking, I shall be content in your presence. Sirach, chapter 13. He who touches pitch blackens his hand. He who associates with an impious man learns his ways. Bear no burden too heavy for you. Go with no one greater or wealthier than yourself. How can the earthen pot go with the metal cauldron? When they knock together, the pot will be smashed. The rich man does wrong and boasts of it. The poor man is wronged and begs forgiveness. As long as the rich man can use you, he will enslave you. But when you are exhausted, he will abandon you. As long as you have anything, he will speak fair words to you and with smiles he will win your confidence. 
When he needs something from you, he, be, he will cajole you. Then, without regret, he will impoverish you. While it serves his purpose, he will beguile you. Then, twice or three times, he will terrify you. When later he sees you, he will pass you by and shake his head over you. Guard against being presumptuous. Be not as those who lack sense. When invited by a man of influence, keep your distance. Then he will urge you all the more. Be not bold with him, lest you be rebuffed. But keep not too far away, lest you be forgotten. Engage not freely in discussion with him. Trust not his many words. For by prolonged talk he will test you, and though smiling, he will probe you. Mercilessly he will make of you a laughingstock, and will not refrain from injury or chains. Be on your guard, and take care never to accompany men of violence. Every living thing loves its own kind, every man a man like himself. Every being is drawn to its own kind. With his own kind every man associates. Is a wolf ever allied with a lamb? So it is with the sinner and the just. Can there be peace between the hyena and the dog? Or between the rich and the poor can there be peace? Lions' prey are the wild asses of the desert. So too the poor are feeding grounds for the rich. A proud man abhors lowliness. So does the rich man abhor the poor. When a rich man stumbles, he is supported by a friend. When a poor man trips, he is pushed down by a friend. Many are the supporters for a rich man when he speaks. Though what he says is odious, it wins approval. When a poor man speaks, they make sport of him. He speaks wisely, and no attention is paid him. A rich man speaks, and all are silent. His wisdom they extol to the clouds. A poor man speaks, and they say, Who is that? If he slips, they cast him down. Wealth is good when there is no sin, but poverty is evil by the standards of the proud. The heart of a man changes his countenance, either for good or for evil. The sign of a good heart is a cheerful countenance. Withdrawn and perplexed is the laborious schemer. Chapter 14. Happy the man whose mouth brings him no grief, who is not stung by remorse for sin. Happy the man whose conscience does not reproach him, who has not lost hope. Wealth ill becomes the mean man, and to the miser of what use is gold. What he denies himself he collects for others, and in his possessions a stranger will revel. To whom will he be generous who is stingy with himself and does not enjoy what is his own? None is more stingy than he who is stingy with himself. He punishes his own miserliness. If ever he is generous, it is by mistake, and in the end he displays his greed. In the miser's opinion, his share is too small. He refuses his neighbor and brings ruin on himself. The miser's eye is rapacious for bread, but on his own table he sets it stale. My son, use freely whatever you have and enjoy it as best you can. Remember that death does not tarry, nor have you been told the grave's appointed time. 
before you die, be good to your friend and give him a share in what you possess. Deprive not yourself of present good things. Let no choice portion escape you. Will you not leave your riches to others and your earnings to be divided by lot? Give, take, and treat yourself well, for in the netherworld there are no joys to seek. All flesh grows old like a garment. The age-old law is, all must die. As with the leaves that grow on a vigorous tree, one falls off and another sprouts. So with the generations of flesh and blood, one dies and another is born. All man's works will perish in decay, and his handiwork will follow after him. Happy the man who meditates on wisdom and reflects on knowledge, who ponders her ways in his heart and understands her paths, who pursues her like a scout and lies in wait at her entryway, who peeps through her windows and listens at her doors, who encamps near her house and fastens his tent pegs next to her walls, who pitches his tent beside her and lives as her welcome neighbor, who builds his nest in her leafage and lodges in her branches, who takes shelter with her from the heat and dwells in her home. Book of Wisdom, Chapter 10 She preserved the first formed father of the world when he alone had been created, and she raised him up from his fall and gave him power to rule all things but when the unjust man withdrew from her in his anger, he perished through his fratricidal wrath. When on his account the earth was flooded, wisdom again saved it, piloting the just man on frailest wood. She, when the nations were sunk in universal wickedness, knew the just man, kept him blameless before God, and preserved him resolute against pity for his child. She delivered the just man from among the wicked who were being destroyed when he fled as fire descended upon Pentapolis, where, as a testimony to its wickedness, there yet remain a smoking desert, plants bearing fruit that never ripens, and the tomb of a disbelieving soul, a standing pillar of salt. For those who forsook wisdom first were bereft of knowledge of the right, and then they left mankind a memorial of their folly, so that they could not even be hidden in their fall. But wisdom delivered from tribulations those who served her. She, when the just man fled from his brother's anger, guided him in direct ways, showed him the kingdom of God, and gave him knowledge of holy things. She prospered him in his labors, and made abundant the fruit of his works stood by him against the greed of his defrauders, and enriched him. She preserved him from foes, and secured him against ambush, and she gave him the prize for his stern struggle, that he might know that devotion to God is mightier than all else. She did not abandon the just man when he was sold, but delivered him from sin. She went down with him into the dungeon, and did not desert him in the, his bonds, until she brought him the scepter of royalty and authority over his oppressors, showed those who had defamed him false, and gave him eternal glory. The holy people and blameless race, it was she who delivered them from the nation that oppressed them. 
She entered the soul of the Lord's servant and withstood fearsome kings with signs and portents. She gave the holy ones the recompense of their labors, conducted them by the wondrous road, and became a shelter for them by day and a starry flame by night. She took them across the Red Sea and brought them through the deep waters. But their enemies she overwhelmed and cast them up from the bottom of the depths. Therefore the just despoiled the wicked, and they sang, O Lord, your holy name, and praised in unison your conquering hand. Because wisdom opened the mouths of the dumb and gave ready speech to infants. There's a footnote. She's the she's referring to Adam, then Cain, then Noah, then Abraham, Pentapolis, the five cities including Sodom and Gomorrah. Disbelieving soul, Lot's wife, then Jacob, Joseph, Moses, 